everybody. Dave DeBow at you with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, zooming in, we've got Michael Ponte, who is a very accomplished long-term real estate investor. He's been through cycles. That's what we're talking about right now today is cycles because Michael runs a group called Savvy Investors. I think, Michael, if you're not, if I'm not mistaken, you got like over 4,000 people in your group. You're yeah. seen as a smart guy when it comes to real estate investing. A lot of people are asking you for your input on what's going on with the markets right now and, and how to pivot. Because as we were talking about off camera, a lot of people are scared spitless right now because all they've seen in their investing career is go, go, go with double digit appreciation rates with super low interest rates with all of this stuff with massive demand for mm. properties. Now we're maybe we're heading into a recession. I don't know. My crystal ball kind of sucks, but it kind of sounds like it kind of feels like it. a lot of people think we are. You get enough yeah. people thinking that it becomes reality. But you and I have both been around the block once or twice. Yeah. It's not your first rodeo with nope. a, a real estate downturn. So why don't you just kind of tell us what do you think is happening? And more importantly, what can people do or what should people consider if they're thinking about how can I take advantage? How can I cover my butt with what I've mm. currently got? And how can I take advantage of any opportunities that might be coming down the road? Yeah, very good questions. First and foremost, thanks, Dave, for having me on here. And congratulations on the launch of the podcast. Great content. Love it so far. It's awesome. So thanks for letting me be part of this. So yeah, some interesting things coming in the horizon for a lot of people. And I talk to people constantly. It's just like, Mike, what do I do? This is the first rodeo. Oh my God. And the yeah, so, so what kind of things are these folks typically invested in that they're really nervous about under the current situation? I know everybody's doing different stuff, but what what's kind of the norm that you're seeing? So the standard that we tend to hear is exactly what you said is, you know, prices have gone up drastically in the last over 20 years in specific markets, right? And, you, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to highlight Fraser Valley, Vancouver, you know, appreciation of 10, 12, 13%. That's just normal, right? Supposedly that's normal appreciation, right? <laughs> and Ontario's kind of the seeing same thing for the last 10 to 20 years. Yeah. And so people bought into some of these properties in the early parts of this year and even a lot of part of last year. And they make the assumption that, hey, as long as I buy in markets that appreciate, and there's this, this, this terminology, I buy in markets that appreciate. Well, it's just appreciating right now. It is a very cyclical business. And so that's really important to understand. So people are now like, wait a minute, real estate prices are going down 15 or 20%. I didn't read anything about this. I, I swear to God, I saw Mike or somebody talking about this on social media saying prices don't go down. Well, that's not necessarily true. So yeah. the panic is there because they may not bought property because of cash flow. And so now the property is not cash flowing. In fact, it's getting way worse. It, it probably wasn't in the first place. It's it definitely wasn't. In, yeah. yeah, correct. So it's not in the first place. <laughs> Secondly, it's getting worse. We haven't seen this yet. Yeah, But if turbulence starts to come in the next three to six months, we may start to see prices starting to go down. Inventory is starting to creep up. And then as interest rates continue to go up, then the concern is, can people afford some of this debt? Yes or no. I'm not saying we're in 2008, 
but it's got a lot of that similar feeling to it in regards to affordability. And I've shared this with a lot of my students. Affordability is going to be the biggest driver over the next six months to a year. And when things become unaffordable, people have to change. They have to pivot. They have to do something differently. And so what most likely my assumption, my crystal ball, I'm not sure if there's a crack in it or not, but that this is what I'm, I put some duct tape on it to take a look. But the reality <laughs> is if we see some of that inventory starting to creep back up, and the only thing that's going to attract buyers to buy the property is possibly pricing discounts into the property in itself. So is that something people should be paying attention to? The answer is yes, you should, because this can be huge opportunities. And so, like you said, it's, you know, for us that have been around the block a couple of times, you know, I made a lot of our company's success was shortly after 2008, 2009, when people were not buying because they didn't, were freaking out and we were mm -hmm. getting properties at a real great deals. And so I'm not saying that's all coming, but if I was an investor, which I am, and what I am doing and I'm recommending to people is for those that are looking to get in as an opportunity, get ready. Because I think there will be opportunities regardless of what's going on with interest rates. If we do see inflation going up, which we are, and we do see a recession starting to kind of come in place, my, again, maybe cracked crystal ball with duct tape, my feeling is they're gonna have to correct the ship a little bit to fix up that recession. We may see the reversal starting to unfold maybe a year from now or even two years from now. So making sure that you're buying well, buying right, buying in good areas that have got good strong fundamentals because there are other markets across this country and across North America and across the world. You know, I, I'm, I tell a lot of my students is don't just get comfortable investing in your backyard. Look at other places to go mm -hmm. because there's opportunities everywhere, regardless of what's going in with interest rates. And, you know, you look at interest rates right now at 4%. This is cheap money still. Like this is still, you know, yeah, Dave, exactly. you can appreciate this too, right? If this is cheap money still. Well, hey, dude, you know what? I lived overseas for a number of years. I remember I got a smoking deal on a mortgage in Costa Rica back in the day. Yeah. I'm going to say around 1998. You know what my mortgage rate was? It was, what the hell was it? Something around 30%. Crazy. Unreal. And that was like a decent rate then yeah. and there. And, and, I, and then my mom, back in the 80s, she had a bunch of properties. Mortgage rates in Canada hit 18, 19, 21% kind of thing. So, yeah. So we got super spoiled with all this. Wow, that's another fantastic idea. Hold on to that thought for a sec. We'll be right back. Now, are you a real estate investor who's run out of cash or credit to grow your portfolio? Are you looking to grow your portfolio using other people's money and raising capital? Well, I want to show you how to raise six figures or more in six weeks or less at my upcoming Investor Attraction Workshop. You can get your ticket and find out all about it at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. We're going to spend a full day taking a deep dive into this roadmap that I've used to raise millions for my deals, and I've helped other people just like you cumulatively raise hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars for their deals as well. So again, you can check that out at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. And as a loyal listener to the podcast, you'll get 50% off your ticket when you use the discount code PODCAST. That's right, discount code PODCAST at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. See you at the next workshop. Now, that sounds all good. Somebody's listening to this saying, well, that sounds good, Michael. Yeah, there's going to be opportunities coming down the road. What do I do with these freaking properties I've currently got that are already yeah. underwater? I'm already negative cash flow. I made the mistake of, of buying them based on appreciation. What do mm -hmm. I do? Not an easy answer. And I think the important part is you really need to, the first step, 
don't bury your head in the sand. Okay, that's the first step. Because a lot of people, and I've heard this before, is think that this is a passive investment. It is not. It is a very active investment. You own a business. And so this is where you need to pivot, adjust, adapt, and look at options that you can explore. So within these interest rates that are going up right now, one of the things that it is creating is less demand for purchasing of properties, yeah. which in turn is increasing the rent, rental demand. And so with rental demand going up, we're seeing that already the rental increases are actually being applied. Even ourselves in our portfolio, you know, even with the last rate increase, talking to all our property management companies and went to each and every single unit of our entire portfolio, 100 bucks, 75 bucks. And again, we know there's some determinate, every market is very, very different, but you wanna make sure you capitalize on every opportunity to try to get that property to cash flow to the best of your abilities. And I'm not here to recommend this, I'm just providing some options for people. And, and yeah. so for myself, I'm a cash flow investor, always have been. I've never played the appreciation game as much as I love appreciation. I always call it appreciation. Yeah, it's yeah. the cherry on top of the Sunday, really. Right. And, and that's the way I always treat it. And so with that being said, it's always about trying to find ways to manage the cash flow. Some other things that you can look at, definitely have discussions with your mortgage broker. You might consider maybe further extending your amortization on, on your mortgages right now to keep some of those payments down. What are some of those other things that you can kind of maybe look at as maybe other income generating opportunities? So for example, if there's a garage, can you, and it's a detached garage, can you rent that? What about storage? What about laundry? What about all these things? So this is the time to again, get your head out of the sand and start to look for opportunities to stabilize that property. And again, when I go back to some of the challenges that I had to face during this downturn, downturns that we've had, and, and for me, it was Alberta. And so we've ridden the roller coaster ride a couple, two or three times, right? And exactly what I'm sharing with people is when prices start to go down, you're trying to find stability within your portfolio that it hopefully in the long term it will kind of correct itself because it does in a lot of ways you know and so the important part is how do you manage through this for the time being now understand you might have to make some very difficult difficult decisions as well right and that's that's the nature of the beast and so you got to really be honest with yourself if this is something that is not sustainable that's going to impact your family you might have to bite the bullet and and do something maybe drastic, possibly selling the unit. It's not that I am encouraging everybody to do so, but are you willing to go bankrupt for it? And that's that's the million dollar question. So my recommendation is for those that are buying properties that have been basing it off the appreciation aspect of things, be aware of what's going on. Unfortunately for some markets, I hate to say this, it's probably gonna be becoming a little bit more challenging over for the remainder of this year, because as interest rates continue to go up, it impacts affordability yet again. And so with this being said, really ask yourself, what can I do if I take into consideration, again, look at your crystal ball, use some basis of judgment on your own opinion and think and anticipate maybe what those increases are going to be. Are you able to sustain that yes or no? Part of that flip of the coin as well is you do need to have a little bit of a long-term approach to this is you do need to kind of look at things almost a year out. What do I anticipate? And this is where economics come in and as part of our business, unfortunately, but we have to look at it. We have to look at due diligence and just say, do we anticipate maybe rates going down a year from now? Maybe, right. you know, if we see recession coming, they're going to have to change things around. 
will that fix that up? You know, the other thing that you and I saw, and I've shared this a lot with our mortgage brokers, is it wasn't that long ago, I think it was like 2004, 2005, the longest amortization on a mortgage was about 25 years. Then they introduced 30-year amortization, 35-year amortization, and then 40-year amortization. So, my, and again, well, you, you know what mortgage means, right? Exactly, right? <laughs> Until so, death, right? So they, they literally, the longer we're living, the longer they, they want to keep us on the hook. But I, I see what you, you, you mean. Like it, it, it does help to lower that payment on these I'm not, properties. I'm not saying that's happening. I'm just saying there's got to be a balance that may come from this. And I just don't know if that's in the horizon. But I think there is opportunities in the future. I think there are things that as investors, we really just need to look at our business. Sometimes these decisions are really challenging and really difficult. But the yeah. important part is, you know, engage, talk to other investors, talk to people that have been in around the block a few times. And you know what, ask for advice, ask for opinions, ask for people that have had some guidance that have been through this. And maybe they can provide you with some insight because this may be the first time you've gone through this where others have gone through this once before. Well, one of the, one of the things I've seen people do under these challenging circumstances is kind of change things up with the property. So if you've got a, a single family home that you got into and you know you paid a bit too much for it or you paid full retail oh. price for it and your, your negative cash flow in the sucker is getting worse because you've got a variable rate mortgage and, and all yep. this kind of stuff. You could, in addition to your bright idea there, Michael, you know, hey, if, can you rent out that garage separately? I've, I got a, a friend of mine, a client of mine, he did this in Edmonton with his properties. You might know yeah. him, Rick. The guy was brilliant. So he would put suites in the properties. He would rent out the garage separately. He'd rent out the backyard mm-hmm. for RV storage. He'd put it a oh. chain link fix and all that. So he was always looking for ways there. Other ideas might be, hey, can you furnish that property and instead of renting it out as a normal rental, A, if, if it's legal and possible, Airbnb, that's that's yes. a great way. B, if that's not possible or not realistic, long-term furnished rental uh-huh. could go a long way there as well. Back in the day when I was doing the creative type stuff, one of my mentors said, you know, the easier you make it to buy something, the easier it is to sell something. So right now, so many people are having a challenge. Well, the demand's gone down to buy properties, but part of that's because it's gotten so much difficult, more difficult to qualify for financing mm-hmm. to buy property. So if you're sitting on a negative cash flow house that you cannot make fly renting out normally, you might consider doing a lease option on that property sure. as well. And yeah. then that way you can rent it out for uh, above market rent and get that for, from people. You can lock in a price three, four years down the road when hopefully things are turning around a bit. So don't, again, like you said, Michael, don't bury your head in the sand. Talk to other people that have experience, like Michael, <laughs> like mm-hmm. myself, that have that have yeah. gone through these kind of markets and see if if some of these other ideas might help you to, to float that. But I agree with you 100% there, my friend. Worst thing that you can do, which I've been guilty of in the past, is stick your head in the sand because it doesn't get better. <laughs> it doesn't go away. You're going to have to deal with it at one point or the other. You have to. Yeah, and, and waiting never tends to improve things. No, that's that's fantastic. Michael, this has been great. Hey, people can tell that you're a sharp guy. You know what the heck you're talking about. If they want to connect with you, if they want to stay in better touch with you, if they want to learn from you, 
what's the best place that people can go to, to really care? Yeah, appreciate yeah. the opportunity. So, um, yeah. you know, they can always go to our website, thesavvyinvestor.ca. So again, thesavvyinvestor.ca. Our website's packed with information. So you guys, there's free tools and resources for you guys. You can get access to our YouTube channel as well, which gives you tons of free content. I always also encourage everybody to join our Facebook community, Savvy Investor as well, where there's also a direct link that goes there. And if you want to reach out to me, you can always set up a discovery call. Always happy to chat with other investors. And if I could support you guys in your journey, always happy to have some dialogue. So I look forward to hopefully seeing you guys on our Facebook page and then we'll see you guys soon. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm part of Michael's Facebook group. He does an awesome job with the engagement, with the education, with the value there. So highly, highly recommend that. Michael, always a pleasure. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right, everybody. Take care. and We'll see you on the next episode. Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book, right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, InvestorAttractionBook.com. Take care.